we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Congratulate you, Hall of Famers. So honored to be in the presence of radio royalty. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. It's a big deal. I think that y'all have a certain amount of respect for, you know, what everybody else does, and y'all are just the best at what y'all do. We love y'all, man. Thank you for being the people's champs. Probably the greatest. I'll drill y'all. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday. Back from a long holiday weekend. Well, not long enough, but you know, longer than usual. Yes. Had a great weekend. How was everybody's weekend? It was great. I was out and about. Oh, we know. I was in Yellow Springs, Ohio. CDC You're not following gu- CDC, CDC guidelines. CDC guidelines saying if you have COVID five days. No, no. no uh, according to CDE guidelines. Oh, CDE CDE guidelines. <laughs> she's supposed to be wearing a mask this week. Well, if uh, indoor, it says indoors, you wear a mask. You I was, was outdoors. Uh, where you at right now? Yeah. So 
Where you at, Five days, for five days, so 10 days. Is that a convertible on this building? (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I've been testing negative, so you guys shouldn't be able to get it from me. Oh, boy. Those are CDE guidelines. CDE guidelines. Jeez. Y'all want me to go home? Well, yeah, You're not contaminated everybody by right, now. Everybody got it. Right? Yeah. Look at Eddie. He don't, he, Eddie wearing away. his mask. Our, produ- mask. our <laughs> producer Eddie, the only one wearing a mask. He ain't give nobody else a heads up. Eddie ran out. I of ain't here. seen Eddie in here in a mask in forever. <laughs> now all of a sudden you got a mask on. <laughs> Threw but something in here and walked out. Shout out to Donnell Rawlings. He did an amazing weekend in Yellow Springs, Ohio. He was performing in Dayton at the Wiley's Comedy Club. Then he had a kickball game, the Streets versus the Creeks. I was captain of the Streets, and we beat their team. Uh, they were previously undefeated, but fortunately this time we won. So, Mm-mm-mm. yes. Well, shout out to everybody in Aruba. I was in Aruba uh, Friday and Saturday. They have the big festival uh, there each and every year. Soul Beach Festival is what they call it. Uh, who performed? Mary J. Blige performed this weekend. Uh, New Edition performed this weekend. Ari Lennox performed. Um, I was DJing. It's just it's just a great event. A good time. Mike Epps performed comedy. It was just really dope. Shout out to them. And then after that, I flew over to DR and did something out in uh, DR. You flew home. I did not fly home. One of my you friends told me he was on the flight with you from DR. They said you was on there talking the language and everything. Nah, you you know what, though? Every time I come from DR, they pull me, though. Every time. They think my passport is fake. They think I'm trying to sneak into the country. They want to know why you don't have dual citizenship. They want to know how come you don't have dual citizenship from your homeland. Every time. So, yeah, DR was the same. They definitely pulled me, went through my bags, made sure the passport was mine and everything. I don't know what they be looking for, but they pulled me every DR every time. But I had a great weekend. That's crazy they treat you like that at home. No, stop it, man. I had a great weekend, and then we got back, took the kids to Legoland, which is, I didn't enjoy it. Kids didn't enjoy it either. Said it was kind of trash. What, Legoland? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make them watch the Lego movie at home. They'll enjoy that much more. Yeah, I don't think it was for you to enjoy. Not the kids. I said the kids mm. didn't enjoy it. <laughs> he said, me neither. I didn't enjoy it either. Because yeah, I love, when I, when I go to Disney, I love the kids' rides. That's, that's, the, that's the fun stuff about it. But anyway, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Man, the one thing I regret about not being here in New York was not being able to go see Javante Davis fight Rolando Romero at the Barclays. So we'll talk about the fight over the weekend. All right. And this morning, we're giving somebody a thousand dollars all right now we're gonna call someone this morning so keep it locked in i shout out to our friends at u.s bank uh we'll get there together so we got some money coming for somebody all right it's the breakfast club good morning morning everybody it's dj mv angela yee charlamagne the guy we are the breakfast club let's get some front page news now the boston celtics beat the miami heat sunday 100 to 96 they move on to the finals they play of course the golden state warriors game one is thursday june 2nd miami battled though you know what i mean like especially mm-hmm. because I, I didn't think miami would get out of game six and force a game seven in in miami but they did yeah they sure did so but congratulations to them i thought the Celtics would win this series so this warriors gonna be a good series though I, and and uh, I'm not a hockey fan, but I, everybody's telling me the Rangers beat the Hurricanes, right? 6-2. So they, they go to the, the, now it's the Stanley Cup they're playing? Not yet? Eastern Conference Finals. You can, you can tell I don't watch hockey. <laughs> He's made anything up. Uh, who, right. does, I, who does? I mean, a lot of people, people do, do, but who does in this room? Right. I got a home, I do got a homeboy who really got into hockey uh, a lot lately. Salute to my man, Kaz, man. Drop on the clues bombs for Kaz. Kazim. He's I heard the really games are really hockey fun lately. to go to. He be at the games. He be rocking the jerseys. That's like dope. he be, he's really into the Rangers games lately. 
All right. What else we got, Easy? All right. Well, also over the weekend, Javante Tank Davis and Rolando Roli Romero entered the ring at the Barclays. They both were undefeated, and Javante Davis won with the TKO in the sixth round. So congratulations to him. We saw them uh, before the actual fight. We you saw the little push Javante mm-hmm. Davis gave uh, Rolando Romero. And then Naomi Osaka also was at the fight, and she was talking about there was a crowd stampede. Ten people got injured during that. Apparently, there was a loud noise. People started running, thinking that it was a gunshot, but it wasn't. And she had posted, I was just in the Barclays Center, and suddenly I heard shooting and saw people running. Then we were all being yelled at that there was an active shooter, and we had to huddle in a room and close the door. I was so effing petrified, man. And then she said, I really hope everyone made it out safely. Since I'm tweeting this, we made it out okay. Now, according to authorities, they said that a Barclays Center security supervisor told ESPN there was a person with a gun in the main plaza that led to a stampede back into the arena. Multiple people transported to hospital. Officials estimated approximately a dozen injuries. But after a full police investigation, they said there were no shots fired. And just people were on edge because of all these mass shooting incidents that have been taking place. But you mean there was a gun in the lobby? Like somebody tried to get a gun in? Listen, according to authority, nobody actually saw a gun. You know know what happens. There's a loud noise. Then all these stories circulate. So now they're saying there was no shooting, you know, after a full investigation. Uh, Fortunately, everybody's alive. I love going to the fights at the Barclays, but I promise you, watching that on Saturday night and the way my social anxiety is after COVID, I don't feel like I miss nothing because there was a lot going on. It seemed like there were scuffles in the crowd. Mm -hmm. So it was like, like, as you're watching the fight, you're seeing people in the crowd stand up and... You don't know what's quite going. You don't know what quite is going on. It's like, ugh. now did you watch the fight? Because I You're was damn right. Or is, they said Romero was winning the first couple of rounds. I don't. I mean, Romero I, says that. I, yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm not <laughs> no, gonna the, say the he box was. Box office was saying it. Well, not whatever they call the scoreboard. Yeah, they had some box scores that had him up, but I don't. I mean, he he made it seem like he was dominating the fight. I don't think he was dominating the fight. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, you get knocked out, you get knocked out. He That's got it. T- he got Doesn't tightened matter. up in the sixth round. Mm-hmm. He got he got cleaned up in sure the sixth did. round. That's that's all that matter. Drop on the cruise bombs for Tank. Yeah, Tank knocked him right out. All right. Also, over the weekend, hundreds of flights were canceled. And even to uh, yesterday. So that disrupted the holiday weekend a lot. They said on Sunday alone, there were over 1,600 flights canceled and upwards of 6,000 global flights have been canceled since Friday with hundreds more delayed. They said Delta was heavily affected by the cancellations with more than 500 domestic and international flights uh, that were canceled Saturday, Sunday and Monday. They said it was bad weather, air traffic control actions. And they're trying to, they were trying to cancel flights at least 24 hours in advance. So that would really suck to be going away for the holiday weekend. Yeah. A lot of people, and, and the crazy thing is, like you said, a lot of people paid for hotels and they won't be able to get their refunds if they didn't get the insurance. So a lot of people really, really lost out. I've seen people crying at the airports. It was their birthday. They were trying to celebrate their birthday. This was the only time they got off. It's very sad. All right. Well, again, um, that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Let us know how your weekend was. Did you have a great weekend? Did you have fun? Or maybe you didn't do much. Whatever it may be. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest whether you're mad or blessed so you better have the same energy we want to hear from you on the breakfast club hello who's this it's yes hey yes get it off your chest good morning yeah man i just want to talk about how the grandmother keeps throwing all these cookouts and don't nobody help clean up <laughs> oh gosh i feel you on that so she do all the work and then everybody just bounce take the take the leftovers and leave 
Yeah, they come in empty-handed. Black people don't bring beer. They don't bring food. Nothing. Well, when it's not your house, you got to give people directions. You know what I'm saying? You got to be like, hey, y'all grab that, bring that over here, or just bring a big trash bag out and open it up. Yeah, you got to make people clean up before they leave. While they're still there, they should be cleaning the whole time. People should do that anyway. You should have to tell Uh people that, though. I was doing that at the cookout over the weekend. It's not my house or nothing, but I was like, let me get the garbage bag over here because... You should have came to my house. I've been doing this for 30 years. Like, I want to just get up and leave, too. No, you're right. Well, you got to start it's calling rude. your family members out. You got to start saying their names, Jazz. I mean, yeah, you're right. Oh, we, we, you wasn't there. You left at 2 p.m. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm tired of doing this by myself. I'm calling y'all out. You can't, right. Yeah, you can't let them leave. But I, that was your yeah. first mistake. You let them leave. See, to let them go. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is AJ. AJ, what up? Get it off your chest. Man, my ex is trifling, bro. What happened, brother? Well, guess what? She is getting married this month, <laughs> and we had sex. Sounds like you trifling, too. Congratulations to her, though. Nah, I guess I'm not. The creepy thing is, she was like, oh, we can get a hotel, blah, blah, blah. But you, you're getting married, and you're cheating on your First of all, don't judge, don't, 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 don't judge her, because it takes two, okay? Don't judge her. And she, that was her little last hurrah before she jumped the broom. All right. Nah. Do you want? Do you want her back? It sounds like he does. You're an accessory oh, to the oh, infidelity, sir. Cool. You're an accessory to the oh, crime. Guess what? Guess what? Let me tell you something. Uh-oh. If you're if you're getting married, why would you want to cheat on your um your? Yeah, I feel like you only did this just so you can say this. I how really did you, feel like you, you only you did this to hold side, us over our head. How did you turn into the side piece after being the main? Well, we were together for um, two years, and then um, we started parting our ways, all arguments, fights. And I was like, nah. It was it was too much for me, so I called it off. Mm-hmm. And then she got into a whole new relationship with this new guy. I'm happy for her. Okay, He's hurt. You get to do it. Do you? Do you miss her? No, I don't. You lying, man. man. Get out. Get off my phone, man. You should it's, be ashamed of yourself. Tuesday morning, back to the work week, and this is the first thing that's on your mind. You should be you ashamed her, of yourself, humping on that man's yeah. wife like that. Don't. Don't tell these females, bruh. Are you going to tell it? <laughs> Are you going to tell her her husband, her fiance? Nope. Okay. Well, then why'd you call this morning? You got it off your chest and now it's done. You never have to talk about it again? Nah, it's not worth it. All okay. right. You petty, bro. I'm sorry, sir. Yeah, I guess I am. Yes, you are. Have yeah, a blessed day. <laughs> He's hurt, man. Black man, don't tell these females. Man, what? shut up. <laughs> He's hurt, black men don't cheat remix. Black I, men don't trust these females. I bet you he called a husband. I, won't bet, I, bet, I bet you next week he'll be like, I call a husband. I bet you. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks With zero qualifications She had a Harvard plaque Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes about six million approximately 11 million dollars nearly 10 million dollars was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry 
she would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up... (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, 
and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, good morning. What's your name? I'm Stacy. How y'all doing today? Good morning. Hey, Stacy. Get it off your chest. I just want to get off my chest my gratefulness, you know, and spread it to the world. Like, I feel really grateful leaving from my family's house in Myrtle Beach. Hey. And, um, you know, really get to spend that much time together often. So I was really happy to see everybody. And my son got to hang out with all his nephews. And we had three generations in the household. That's beautiful. That's what it is. That's what it's all about right there. I love Myrtle Beach, man. Salute to the 843. But you have a fun time, all right? You have a good one, Mama. Back to work. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Hello, who's this? Yo, yo, this is Riff from Chilltown, JC. What up, bro? Get it off your chest. Hey, I, I live down in Jacksonville. I want to give a shout-out to Jacksonville JAA for throwing an awesome jazz festival this weekend with Patti LaBelle, Stephanie Mills, Kim. They did an awesome job. It was my first time seeing Patty, Patty, Patty Pies. And Stephanie did a great job. Hey, Patty Patty got breakfast now. Patty got pancakes and all kind of stuff. Yeah, man. Patty LaBelle ain't playing. Oh, and please forgive me for not saying good morning to DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Good Good morning. morning, Love, King. You have a good one, all right? All right, y'all take it easy. You too now. Hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Shakarla. Hey, get it off your chest, mama. Okay, so I live in South Carolina. What part? Um, I am in Charleston. Eight four three, the Chuck Charlie O. <laughs> you know, Charlemagne. I just want to say thank you before I begin. I just want to say thank you to you um, because you paid for my breakfast when I was in college. I had no money. <laughs> what? And I was a broke college student. Oh, that's what's and up. I was out with friends, and you paid for my breakfast. I was studying chemistry. I had a couple of dollars, mm-hmm. but you really, you really came through. So I just want to say thank you. Where was this at? Um, this was in Columbia. Oh, that's not about right. Okay. Yeah, so I just want to say thank you. All love. Um, <laughs> but I just wanted to get off my chest. I work in the healthcare field, and I've been working through COVID and everything like that. But, you know, I was getting good pay, but now they're starting to go back down on the pay in South Carolina, and I'm just, I'm over it. Damn. How are they just going to reduce your pay like that? I'm just like, I'm over it. I've tried to find other jobs here. Um, I work in, you know, just like cleaning the instruments for a surgery as well as assisting in surgery as well. But they just don't want to pay. Well, let me ask you a question. Is the cost of living going, have, have the cost of living gone up in South Carolina? Yes. Ugh. A one bedroom, a one bedroom apartment. It starts at like you know nine hundred to a thousand dollars. Lord and have mercy. Back, you know, you know, a while ago it was like for a one bedroom you pay like six seven hundred. You ain't got to tell me. I had me a nice little one bedroom in a gated little apartment complex. 
off of Farrell Road back in the day. How much was it? Okay. Like okay. five ninety five a month. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that Thank vividly. You. Thank you, Mama. I had me a nice little furniture set that I paid a thousand dollars for. Was making payments on it. All black furniture set, glass uh, table in the <laughs> living room. I have one, Man, have one I was living that life, boy. Hello, who's this? Hey, y'all. What's hey. up, Hey. What's up, Trav? Hey, Trav. Trav, what up, hey, sis? How y'all? How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? Bless black and highly favored. Yeah, How, are How are you, Trav? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Listen, y'all, I saw a meme. This, I saw a little tweet this weekend, right? And they said, uh, don't you hate when somebody, like, when, when somebody wear a cologne that don't match their face? And you turn around and the person look like Sean Stone. Oh my gosh. I saw you and Sean Stone going at it. You and Sean Stone was going at it? What? You said we going at it. But when a man smells good and you turn around and then the person look like Sean Stone. I don't even remember what Sean Stone looks like, but I think that. Call him up there. He's the most positive person. He made Yeah, and Sean, you remember last week, Sean said that Trav has monkeypox. Oh. No, I, but I, I did say he had monkeypox first. Oh, you said he yeah, had monkeypox. Oh, I thought, I thought, okay, I thought he said you, you had monkeypox. Okay, Trav. I did say that because I don't yeah. like him. That's, and I, and I, and you <laughs> still to go right. I, listen, I dissed him again, and whenever he want to make another song, I'm about to drag him again. Lord have mercy. Up. But this time, he, going to the studio this time, Sean, no voice notes. Oh, no boy. voice notes. All right. You can't diss me over voice notes. Get it off your chest. <laughs> 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now we got rumors on the way? Yes, and what does Chance the Rapper and Anita Baker have in relation to each other? We'll tell you why she shouted him out during her concert. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's about time. <laughs> This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, at a recent performance, Anita Baker thanked Chance the Rapper. He was instrumental in helping her get uh, control of her master. She was in a long fight with her former label for control of the recordings, and she just emerged victorious last year. So she had, uh, at that time, posted, All my children are coming home. Impossible things happen every single day. Gratefully, she was able to regain control of that. Mm -hmm. And now she is in Vegas for a limited residency at the Venetian Theater. And I guess Chance the Rapper was in attendance in the audience. And here's what she had to say. Would you like to say hello to a friend of mine by way of the music industry and by way of helping me? Yes. Helping me to get a hold and ownership of my master recording. Very honorable. Mm-hmm. Drop of the clues, bonds for chance to rap. Like He's always said that artists should own their masters, and she had actually told people not to stream or purchase any of her music from the Electra Records label due to the master recordings dispute. But now she's gotten control. Yeah, I'd like to hear more information. I'd like to know how he helped. I'm sure that information could help other artists, you know? Mm-hmm. He posted, I saw one of the greatest performances of my lifetime last night. Thank you so much, Anita Baker, for being an inspiration and an icon to so many of us. And she responded, had no idea you would be in our midst. Such a nice surprise. Boy, tears to my eyes. Hope Miss Essence enjoyed her birthday. And he responded, wow, the fact that you remembered my friend's name and that it was her birthday just echoes what an incredible person you are on top of all that you've given artistically honored and blessed to call you friend Miss Anita Baker. Dope. 
All right. Now, other weekend activities. Let's talk about it. Nia Long was trending. And mm-hmm. that is all because the Boston Celtics are heading to the finals thanks to head coach. Well, partly thanks to head coach Ime Yudoka, who, by the way, is also her fiance. Mm-hmm. And here is what he had to say after uh, making it to the finals. I'm feeling good. It's been a long road, obviously, throughout this season. Uh, feels like it was always meant to be this way. Difficult, you know, obviously two game sevens in, in the last two series and you know shows what I said about our group that we fought through a lot of adversity this year a resilient group and um, tonight seemed to kind of typify our season. They got engaged back in 2015. They first met in 2010 while he was an assistant coach for the San Antonio Spurs and they do have a son together who was born in 2011 and by the way he also told Yahoo Sports that there were a lot of teams that passed on him. Mm before he ended up in Boston. And he said Detroit, Indiana, Cleveland. He said, I can go down the list. That was tough because I believe I was ready, but I couldn't be more proud to be part of an organization that's pushing for winning and championships. Yeah, he should have been the Nets head coach. He was the Nets assistant last mm-hmm. year. Steve Nash, he'd be, he'd be, he's a much better coach than Steve Nash. Steve Nash is a terrible coach. I don't know why he doesn't uh, get more slander for being a terrible coach, but salute that man, man. Yeah. Got the Celtics in the finals. Dropping the clues bombs for him. Absolutely. All right. Also over the First weekend, year. Shawnee O'Neal has married Pastor Keon Henderson in Anguilla. Congratulations to them. It's my favorite place. They got married on Saturday. There were about 200 guests, and she was escorted down the aisle by her three sons. So congratulations. She also said, I just lost my dad in February, so I really struggled with how I was going to get down the aisle. Losing my dad in the midst of planning this wedding was a lot, so my sons handed me off. So congratulations to that happy couple. Anguilla is a beautiful, magical place, one of my favorite places on this planet. I was wondering why everybody was in Anguilla this weekend. And it was uh, uh, Anguilla Day, so drop on the clues bomb for Anguilla. AXA. All right, and Yara Shahidi graduated from Harvard University over the weekend also, so congratulations to her. She said, I've known I wanted to go to college since I was four. By 17, I knew exactly what I wanted to study, and she graduated Friday. She and her proud parents celebrated this on social media. Her dad posted a selfie with her, and she did take like a break, uh, uh, one year off as an undergrad, but she went to school and studied at the university's social studies and African-American departments. She told Vogue, black political thought under a neo-colonial landscape, it's real to have finally hit this major milestone. I've known I wanted to go to college since I was four. So big, 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 huge deal to imagine doing all that work outside of school, but still managing to graduate. She's only 22 years old. So she really graduated. She got the degree, not the Oh, she really certificate. went there. Yeah, yeah. She she got the degree. a lot of Harvard certificates floating no, around. Not knocking there. nobody who has one. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. A little, a little bit, bit. But I'm just yes, saying. <laughs> and also over the weekend, Top Gun Maverick broke Memorial Day weekend records with 156 million dollars. The previous record was held for 15 years by Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End that earned 153 million dollars. I heard it's incredible. Yeah. Anybody see it in here? I, I didn't see it, but I heard I heard it's incredible. You know, I I feel like being that I didn't watch the first one. Way back in the day. You I never watched Top Gun? No. Oh, that's an amazing movie. Well, good. Take My Breath Away. That was my song from that. Oh, I love that song. Take My Breath Away. But yeah, I never watched Top Gun mm. growing up. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. We got front page news next. What are we talking about? Man, well, since you talked about Uvalde, let's talk about the Texas school shooter and a lot of mistakes that were made. Police have had to admit oh, there were yes. a string of failures when it comes to protecting uh, that school and those children. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. 
unjunk your sleep right now with Mattress Firm's Hot Buys. Happening now, queen mattresses starting at $169.99. Sleepy, Serta, Sealy, Beautyrest, and more. All in stock for fast delivery. Visit a sleep expert at your local Mattress Firm store today. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. Boston Celtics beat the Heat 196. Uh, now they advance to the finals, which begins uh, Thursday at 9 p.m. What we got? You know, Warriors was my preseason pick uh, to win it all. So which, who you got? Uh, Warriors. I got the Warriors. Mm-hmm. I don't know in how many games, though. Not many, either. Part of me says five, but the Celtics are a little bit tougher than that. So I, maybe six. I think six games. But if it went seven, it wouldn't surprise me either. Either way, Warriors winning. Now, what else we got, Easy? Well, let's talk about the massacre that happened at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde. Authorities have admitted to driving past the gunmen and other failures that they had in responding to that situation. Uh, now, the Friday news conference that they had came after there were a lot of different inconsistencies in the story and a muddled timeline of law enforcement's response. They revealed that the gunman entered the school through a back door that he found propped open at 11.33 a.m. and he started shooting in classrooms. At least 100 shots were fired based on the audio evidence at the time. Now, two minutes later, at least three police officers entered at the same door by the, uh, that the gunman did. By 12.03 p.m., there were as many as 19 officers in the hallway, but it wasn't until 12.50 p.m. that the classroom where the gunman was shooting in was breached using keys from a janitor. That is when the gunman was fatally shot. So here is one cop revealing some of the fears that they had. The active shooter situation, you want to stop the killing, you want to preserve life, but also one thing that, of course, the American people need to understand is that officers are making entry into this building. Uh, they do not know where the gunman is. Uh, they are hearing gunshots. They are they are receiving gunshots. At that point, if they if they proceeded any further, not knowing where this suspect was at, um, they could have been shot. They could have been killed. And at that point, that gunman would have the opportunity to kill other people inside that school. So they were able to contain that gunman inside that classroom. Uh, so that he was not able to go to any other portions of the school to commit any other killings. All right. Now, a Texas official did admit in retrospect that there were a lot of things that they handled wrong that could have been handled differently. Hey, for the benefit of hindsight, hey, the benefit of, hey, stand by, stand by, hey, stand by, hey, stand by, all right? I got it. I got it. Okay. Hey, from the, for the benefit of hindsight, where I'm sitting now, of course it was not the right decision. It was the wrong decision, period. There's no no excuse for that. But again, I wasn't there, but I'm just telling you, from what we know, we believe there should have been an entry at that as soon as you can. Hey, when there's an active shooter, the, the rules change. It's no longer, okay, it's no longer a barricaded subject. We don't have time. You don't worry about outer mm. perimeters. And by the way, Texas embraces active shooter training. In addition, they also revealed that Customs and Border Protection Forces who arrived at the school were frustrated about the failure to confront the shooter and eventually they ended up going in. So there were as many as 19 officers inside the school more than 45 minutes before the suspect was killed. I mean, it has to be a tough situation to be in as a cop, right? Especially if you're thinking to yourself, you know, that person has a bigger gun than I do. But that's also a prime example of why a civilian doesn't need an AR-15. When civilians got bigger guns, you know, the guns officers, than the police officers, yeah. man. Well, that's what they said. They said that, you know, they didn't necessarily send them in as quick because they knew the person had, they thought they had body armor, they had bigger guns, and they couldn't make it through. But... 
A parent doesn't want to hear that. They don't want to nah, hear we, we, we're don't. waiting. They want to hear you going in to, and take out the threat. That's what anybody would want to hear. That's right. Hey, hey pr- protecting the server has to come with a disclaimer nowadays. Mm-hmm. Okay? And, and I wonder if cops are getting trained for those kind of situations. Like, same way they're making kids do, you know, drills for active shooters. Do cops have active shooter training? Do they even know they what to do. do in those kind of situations? Yeah, no, they do. They absolutely positively they do. do. Okay. Yeah. But if you, you're the first cop on the scene and you have a pistol and he has an AR-15, there's no training. You can't, you know what I mean? I doubt you would just rush in there. Mm-mm. I doubt. All right. Well, the first services uh, for the children, the 19 children whose lives are brutally extinguished, happened uh, yesterday. Those mm-hmm. were the first of the services. And if y'all going to keep pouring money into these police departments and, you know, you know, you milita- militarizing a lot of these police officers, it should be for situations like that. Not for us regular civilians walking around, right? Like if they're supposed to hear that active shooting happening and show up in all their military gear and you know robots and everything else they be using nowadays. The police us regular yeah, civilians. It, it takes a little time, I'm, I'm sure, to get the squad together when they get those calls, but not over an hour. All right. Well, that is your mm-hmm. front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Just now, the fact that a civilian got a bigger gun than a police officer is wild. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Well, when we come back. 800-585-1051. Play some music. Hmm. Now, last week, our very own Angela Yee, she did not come to work because she had oh, COVID. Wow. Oh, wow. That's wow. what she said. Wow. So she told us that she had to take wow. five days off. Next five days, she would have to wear what, Charlemagne? She she did say a mask. A mask for five days. I, I didn't know this was happening, you. 800 Got a lot of calls. People wanted to know why was Angelie out and about with no mask. You got a lot of calls? A lot of texts, a lot of DMs. People hit me oh on the side. God, was like, this is I didn't right. receive any of those, yeah, if it's any consolation. People don't yeah. like you, Charlamagne. But yes, they, we got a lot of calls. Was Angela Yee right? 800-585-1051. She did not wear a mask all weekend long. And that's not what, what the were the CDC people calling you? What were the people saying to you when they was calling yeah, you? Yeah, show us some of these. I don't have to show you. I'll show you my evidence. <laughs> what were they saying, though? They said Angela Yee did not wear her mask. Uh, she's uh, going against the CDC COVID guidelines and that there should be a penalty. Who really, these, people who, said that word for word. Yeah, who are these people? <laughs> people. Don't worry about who these people uh, are. I didn't. I'm gonna be honest with you. I only got that from one person, and that was DJ. Yeah. <laughs> I got. I cannot lie to you on the stand. The only person that sent me anything like that this weekend was Rashawn Case. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five was Angela Yee being responsible this weekend. She was out and about playing kickball and dropping it low and all that other stuff. Dropping it low. <laughs> what are you talking about? Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. 
how this beguiling woman in her 50s she looked like a million bucks with zero qualifications she had a harvard plaque tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents she's got all of these maseratis and bentley's all in the driveway is it like a mansion yes it's a mansion that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes about six million approximately 11 million dollars nearly 10 million dollars was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up... (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. 
It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, last week, Angela Yee, our very own Angela Yee, had COVID. And the COVID protocols are what, what, what are they, Angela? Um, it says if you are, uh, let me see. Well, avoid people who have weakened immune systems or are more likely to get very sick from COVID and nursing homes and other high-risk settings. And it says that you should isolate for at least five days from the date of your positive test. And then five days after that, it says we're a mask. <laughs> Is that what it says? I don't see that here. It said if you had symptoms. We got that from you. You the one that said You five told days. us that last week. You said that you got to be out for five days quarantine, and then when you test negative, you got to be indoors with a mask on. That came from that was those were CD CD Yee guidelines. You should wear a full, a well-fitting mask. What do you have to say for yourself, Angela Yee? You were out and about. You were dropping like it's low. You was playing. Dropping like it's low. Whatever it is, you, you was at <laughs> comedy shows. I don't know. I don't think you were very responsible this week, Yee. I had a mask on at the comedy show, and on the plane, <laughs> and in the airport. I was outside. Oh my goodness! Literally. Yeah, you was outside, literally. Well, did you have a good time? You could have affected people. I had an amazing time. We played kickball. I was playing volleyball. I was running. I don't know. I feel back to normal. I don't know if you were responsible, Yee. Supposed to be two weeks down. And I did test to make sure I was negative. Hello, who's this? Yo, 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 what up? It's the Repo Man. Repo Man. What's man, happening, baby? King? We're talking about Angela Yee. You know, Angela Yee, she was a little reckless. One week she had COVID, next week she's out and about. She out of pocket. She <laughs> out of pocket. <laughs> <laughs> she should have been at home chilling. Hell you know what? I'm going to stay at home this week. You guys are right. Too late now. <laughs> no, right. I got to make sure. go home right now. We're, <laughs> we're already affected. Hello, who's this? Shelly. Hey, Shelly. Good morning. Good morning. Now, now was ye being uh, irresponsible? No, I don't think so. Why not? Because they don't care about COVID like they used to. <laughs> That's why. Well, I mean, you've got to think about it. We've had stadiums with millions of people in them. There's been no COVID. It's very convenient when they want you to wear COVID, wear a mask, and I, that's how I feel about it. <laughs> yeah, are you taking this witness on your side? I'm just I mean, that. you know, we're we're not judging. Okay, all right. He said there was, there was stadiums with no COVID. <laughs> Hello, who's this? You said we're not judging. Hey, of course you wouldn't judge yourself, <laughs> What's going on? Why y'all got a slander my auntie man? Why y'all got a slander auntie <laughs> Hey, she been out since before, man. Since the pandemic started, auntie Yee done been in Jamaica and everywhere, man. You're right, I have. But I test it all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 she don't care, man. It's all good. Leave her alone, man. She don't <laughs> care. <laughs> she don't care that she out here just spreading it. Oh, but I God. will say at least when I... Started feeling like okay, I'm a little under the weather. I took a test because I didn't want to come in here just in case. I test all the time. Well, then I tested negative. Thanks, you. 800-585-1051. Angela Yee. Is she being responsible or irresponsible? Last week she tested positive for COVID. Now all of a I sudden, I could have just came in here coughing on y'all. She, she did. Said, she did quarantine all last week. Five so. days, but then she said five days she would have to wear a mask. That's right. Well, I didn't see no mask in sight on her story. Well, I she tested. Ne- like I tested low. myself. I got. I was negative. I don't know. But I thought you, according to CDE guidelines, it was quarantine for five days, and then for the next five days after testing negative, you have to wear a mask when you're out and about. Let's talk about it. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're back to work. Now, we're in Breakfast Club court right now because I very own Angela Yee. Last week, she tested positive for COVID. She said she had to be out for five days and then five days wearing a mask. But Angela Yee was out and about, kicking and strutting and dropping and all that other stuff. And what is you talking about? I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. She was doing a whole bunch of it all on her Instagram story. Are you sound jealous. Is she responsible or not? Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Keith from Brooklyn, you heard? Keith from Brooklyn, you heard? Yo, what's going on? Yo, so, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I think, uh, Envy is tripping. I, 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 you know what I'm saying? She doesn't, she ain't really wear no mask. I, she's boosted, right? <laughs> yes, I'm vaccinated and boosted, and I tested negative twice. But it ain't about her, it's about the other people. It's about other people. See, see this, now think about two years ago when you would make a statement like that. You'd be like, it ain't about you, it's about other people. That's why you gotta wear a mask. So well, a lot of people, people have had it already and also vaccinated and boosted. It's a lot different. Yeah, and as a, as a, as a New Yorker, I mean, honestly, we we outside, bro. I don't know. <laughs> if you don't care, just say you don't care. I, 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 I just saw Pavlis over the weekend. I had a great time this weekend. I had a great weekend. So I You saw who this weekend? Fabulous and uh, Rowdy Rebel. All right, well, okay, if, nice. if Fab and Rowdy Rebel test positive for it COVID, it's, you gave it to him. Goodness gracious. And Hello, nobody else this? around me got it. Hello, who's this? Who's that? All right, bro. Talk to us. Hey, man. Too long. She shouldn't be there. She was out there playing kickball and everything this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> kickball. <laughs> Donnell, by the way, got injured in the first inning. How did he get injured playing kickball? And he has ice in his leg, and How then he, he get... couldn't play anymore. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hey, guys. It's Sandra, the Haitian therapist. Hey, Sandra, hey, the Haitian therapist. And we're talking about Angela Yee. Now, she was out and about chilling this weekend after just having COVID, man. So I actually just got back from Belize and with my friend. My friend tested positive and I tested negative. So she had to stay in Belize for five days. And when she came back, she was wearing a mask and she's a nurse. Okay. And so, so really, if it's not an N95, it's not doing anything. I know people love the surgical mask, but it's not doing anything if it's not an N95. So was he right or wrong? I don't know where, where we at with no, it. Oh, but... well, she... She's fine. If she tested negative, then she's fine. I tested negative twice. There's no infection period, so she's not going to infect anybody. And I doubt people are walking over here with the N95 anyway, so she is fine. Thank you. Thank you. That's from a doctor and her nurse friend. <laughs> That's from a doctor and a nurse friend. We're just going off CDE guidelines that Angela Yee laid out last week. So what is the new guideline, CDE, so we, so we know? Um, the guidelines are, well, I think in particular, you know, I did isolate for five days. That is true. Um, and then I actually pushed my trip back just to give myself another extra day to be at home. And then I went out there and I was outdoors. I tested negative twice before I left on Thursday and Friday. And so that period of contagion should be over. I thought it was 14 days, though. I thought the period well, of infection. Where you been, Plus, man? I'm also vaccinated <laughs> and boosted. That changed like a year ago. I don't think y'all know. No, no it, did it did change. I don't think y'all know. five days. You just got to gotta chill out for no, five no, days. No, 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 no. If you're vaccinated, if you're vaccinated. I thought you still could be infectious for up to 14 days. If you're even vac vaccinated. If you're vaccinated, no. I don't know about that. Now you're confused. Well, exactly. I'm not listening to her because she said that she's supposed <laughs> to be wearing a mask all this week. That's what she just said last week, by the way. Ah, oh, man. All right, well, yeah, I just want to say you are irresponsible. <laughs> so what's the verdict? She's guilty. Guilty. I, it guilty. felt like from the callers, it doesn't feel that way. Oh, my goodness. We got rumors on the way. It wasn't really up to you, Judge. <laughs> yes, and what was going on with D.L., Hughley, and Monique? The two of them are going back and forth on social media. 
They should be in Breakfast Club Court. Yeah, why can't they just call each other? They should have just called each other, got all their facts each together, other, and then put it all out. They confused me. It was too much to read. But we'll get into it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Back to the work week on this Tuesday. Yes, I'm over here going through some packages. You know, I was quarantined at home for a few days. Mm-hmm. And I did a lot of online shopping because I didn't really have much to do. I'm not used to being <laughs> home like that. So you did with your shop? Yeah, so I had a bunch of stuff sent here, so I was going through everything just now. <laughs> just, you know. And again, I was in uh, why Yellow... You, why, why are you sending it here? Because people steal packages uh-huh. at my house all the time, and so I don't like to get stuff delivered there. Then I got to watch them on the ring, watch what they're doing. Gotcha. But I do want to shout out to everybody in Yellow Springs. In particular, my girl Tamala Payne came out. And, you know, she's been on The Breakfast Club before. Her son was murdered by the police uh, in Ohio, Casey Goodson Jr. She's still Mm -hmm. uh, trying to get, uh, you know, she's just still trying to make sure that there's accountability there. So I just want to shout out to her. She actually came out to Donnell's show in Dayton, Ohio at Wiley's. Mm -hmm. And it was just nice for her to be able to come and do something fun for once. And so I just want to shout out to her. Absolutely. And again, shout out to everybody in Aruba. I was out in Aruba this weekend. It was a big festival. I think this was the biggest one that they had. Uh, they have parties, white parties, pool parties. Uh, Mary J. Blige performed. Ari Lennox performed. Mike Epps did comedy. Um, New Edition performed. It was just dope. And it was just a, a dope event. Amazing night. It was just a, just a lot of black excellence out there. And then went over to DR. It was the same thing over there as well. A lot of black excellence. So shout out to everybody. And that you have black it. excellence at a white party. Just asking. Yes, of course. Okay. Of course, absolutely. Okay. But yeah, it was it was a great time. So uh, I seen a, a lot of the OGs too. I seen uh, Tom Joyner. Mm-hmm. He was out there. Dropping the cool bombs for Tom Joyner, legend, radio legend, absolutely. Frank Ski, another radio legend. Dropping the cool bombs for Frank, Frank Ski. Ski. Come on now. Now you talking my language? Uh, I seen Kid Capri. Shout to Kid Capri. Yes, Dropping the cool bombs for Kid Capri. Of course, I seen, uh, you know, we was just chilling, walking around the resort, resort. Uh, Johnny Gill. He was walking around by uh, Bobby Brown, <laughs> Mike Biv and his wife. It was so many people out there. Nice. And everybody just is just it's you like covered them family. when you said new edition. Yeah, no, but it was but they, they performed, but they were just walking around like it was family. That was the dope thing, because usually you would think they stay up in their room to the performance time. But it was just like a big family event. Everybody was just going around, you know, going to different restaurants. And it was like a big family affair. So when you get that age, you ain't got time to just be sitting in your room. You know what I'm saying? You got to enjoy every moment. <laughs> you got, you know what I'm saying? Goodness gracious. You got, Especially on a resort, you know what I mean? When, when do they get the opportunity just to walk around and That's kick right. it like that? Yeah, you know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way, Yee. Well, let's talk about Monique and D.L. Hughley. I don't know how all this beef started happening, but this all, uh, I guess, kicked off in Detroit on Saturday. And we'll tell you what happened between the two of them. All right. We'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. 
It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, Monique and D.L. Hughley were going at it over the weekend. This was all during a performance in Detroit at the Fox Theater. Now, Monique apparently said that she was supposed to be headlining and closing out the show. That is what she signed a contract for. Here's what she said on stage. Now she called D.L. Hughley a bitch and said that he said that he would not perform if he uh, was not the headliner and if she remained the headliner. This turned into a whole thing where D.L. Hughley then responded and said, all you have to do is check the order of names on the ticket stub from last night and you'll see who's confused against my better judgment over the objections of my team and four other occasions where I said no. I decided to take a chance and work with Monique. Oprah was the problem. Tyler Perry was the problem. Charlemagne was the problem. Steve Harvey was the problem. Lee Daniels was the problem. Netflix was the problem. Now it's my turn. At some point, it can't be everyone else. It's you. Lesson learned. I don't have anything personal against Monique. People paid a lot of money to laugh, not hear about your contract. Apparently, the role you played in Precious turned out to be an autobiography. Well, she then responded to him and said, the fact that you point the people to the ticket stubs for the order of the name versus to your contract implies that you didn't have a contract that shows you are the headliner like I do. Either show your contract or be quiet. Stop messing with people who have never messed with you and who once considered you a comrade in comedy. But I thank you, DL, because you're the reason why I fight for my people like I do. Anytime you open for the Kings of Comedy and I was a headliner for the Queens of Comedy and you think you should close the show over me as a prime example of the bias that black women have to deal with in this business, I won't even discuss awards. I love us for real. And then he did show his uh, contract, which she then said was a deal memo and not a contract. And uh, she also said, if you notice, mine has signatures and DL does not. What type of ironclad agreement doesn't have the signatures? And then... Uh, he commented on her performance agreement, and it was just a lot of messy back and forth with the two of them, uh, I guess, on who was supposed to be the headliner. To me, it feels like an issue with whoever was promoting the show, not making things clear between the performers. But somehow this has turned into a whole uh, public dispute with the two of them posting their contracts, their deal memos, contracts issued from their management company. Well, well question, who, who closed the show? D.L. Oh, D.L. Mm-hmm. closed. Oh, so she did it before D.L. got on. Mm-hmm. I agree with you, man. Sounds like an issue that should be taken up with the promoter. Sounds like the promoter promised, uh, promised them both the same thing. Right, and it looks like his deal was signed... Um, the day after hers. After hers, mm-hmm. right. Hers was on March 28th. His was on March 29th. And people will put it in their contract that they have to be paid the most, that they have to headline a show. And if the promoter agrees to that and signs it then 
that's what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what they promised Monique if they promised her the same thing. But it feels like there was some type of lapse in communication. But it doesn't feel like something they should be talking to each other about in a way. But yes, yeah, so hopefully this is all laid to rest now. And some good news. Tyler Perry has a new $100 million mega mansion that he is building I in Atlanta. It. Motivation. 2,100 acres. Mm. Eight bedrooms, 12 bathrooms, 40,000 square feet, and it's over $100 million for him to be able to build that. Now if you want to live in a mall, just say you want to live in a mall, Tyler Perry. Now think about it. Eight bedrooms. You know how what size those bedrooms are going to be? Yeah, that's going to be eight There's amazing only eight bedrooms, bedrooms in the house? Yes. The bedroom's got to be humongous. They got to be missing a one or something. You sure you mean to say 18? It says eight bedrooms and 12 bathrooms. And Tyler Perry only got one kid? Eight bedrooms, 12 bathrooms. But I mean, maybe you don't need more bedrooms than that. You just want, you know. You know how big that is? And I'm sure some rooms could double as a bedroom. Why do you need more bathrooms than bedrooms? Well, for guests. Yeah, when people come in the house, you usually have two, three bedrooms Then you have a bathroom by the pool, maybe. Bathroom by the pool. You got a bathroom in the basement, a couple in the basement. Mm Mm-hmm. But at any rate, it uh, looks pretty amazing. It does. <laughs> Drop on the clues, bother Tyler Perry. He just out here acting his age. And Tyler only got one kid. Just imagine all that space for one kid. He out here acting his wage. I love it. Okay. All right, now let's talk about T.I.'s son since we're in Atlanta. King, congratulations to him. He graduated over the weekend. Mm-hmm. But then he also had an incident at the Waffle House where he went on live and apparently he was having a heated exchange. And here's what happened. I'm on live, Charlie. Stop talking to me. Stop talking to me. This ain't your restaurant. Everything you make, I can pull out my pocket right now. I ain't tripping on you. Who the hell is he? What's your name? My name King. You know it and your mama know it. Tell your mama happy Mother's Day. Tell your mama happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Oh my gosh. Come back. What? Come on, back. gang, what? On, gang, what? Come here, come here. I'll show you what I do. Come here, I'll show you what I do. Come here. Come here. Come on. Come on, we out here. We out here. I'm outside. Okay. I'm outside. Come on, shake some. He got okay, his daddy King. energy. He got his daddy energy. <laughs> I know T.I. has to think he's looking in the mirror. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so got My goodness. But that was, you know. Yeah. T.I. responded, though. Raising kids is tough, especially when they get to that age, man. Here's what T.I. had to say. Man, of course I spoke with my son. You know, me and his uncles, we were perplexed by his necessity to go back and forth with the short order cook. I didn't understand why he felt he needed to stop what he was doing to engage someone who was at such another level of life. Now, I had to explain to him that, you know, when people are not living the way they hope they would live, and here you is walking in with so much freedom and and, and luxury, and you, and you know, people going to posture themselves a certain way. Let's just treat everybody with respect, whether it's the short order cook or the CEO, okay? And, yeah. you know, if, if, if the short order cook or the CEO disrespects you, then, you know, you return the energy. Correct. It doesn't uh, matter who it is. That's it. All right. I will say, though, I wouldn't want food from someplace after I started arguing Absolutely with somebody. Not. I'd be no, like, you know what? Let me just get out of here. That's rule number one. You got to teach your kids. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You can't be arguing with nobody in no restaurant, okay? And not expect to still eat there after the fact. Yeah, unless you have the food first. Oh, my God. Yeah, if after, if after you've eaten already and you get into it, cool. But not why they about to cook your food. Like, okay? I'm good. All right, well, that is your rumor report. You wonder why they so calm back there and taking all that disrespect because boogers in your um, patty milk.
Jeez. All right. Well, who are you giving your donkey to? For after the hour. This is actually more of a discussion because uh, I want to know. We, we'll talk about objections at marriages. Okay. You ever, you ever seen that? You know, you got married. You remember that line, right? Is anybody anybody objects? objects in this place? Yeah. yeah. What would have happened if somebody would have did that at your wedding? Let's discuss for after the hour. They would have got jumped. But all right, we'll get it to a nexus. The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, what up, y'all? It's DJ Envy here. The General Insurance will give you quality insurance for less with great low rates and flexible payment options. Take a closer look at The General today. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. Donkey, donkey, That's pretty funny. Charlemagne the Devil. The Breakfast Club. Oh, man. Last day of May. Donkey of the Day for Tuesday, May 31st goes to a woman whose name has not been revealed, but just know whoever she is, she plays too much. Okay, now I like to play. I love to laugh. I love a great prank, but it's a time and a place for everything. You have to read the room. Okay, and this woman didn't read the room, and she decided to do a prank, a joke, at a very inopportune time. I was reading this story in the New York Post this morning, and the first line of the article is, everyone always says how awkward it would be if someone was to make an objection during a wedding ceremony. And I think we can all agree that is absolutely one of the most awkward things that could ever happen in life, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, this woman decided to make the most of that line, okay? She didn't want, uh, you know, that that line to be a throwaway. All right, now, according to the NY Post, this woman asked a question that I would love to pose to our listening audience this morning. Uh, she posted this on Reddit, and she posted, Am I the a-hole? She was simply trying to find out if her joke was funny. Well, what's the joke? What's the joke, Uncle Charlotte? She explains... My sister got engaged about two years ago. I don't hate her. We were never the closest of sisters due to our age difference, but we didn't hate each other. Her fiance now husband is a great man. I really am happy for them. So fast forward to the wedding ceremony when the priest finally said, are there any objections? I stood up and I said, I object because this couple is way too cute for each other. She says, I really just said it as a joke. I thought it was something we could all laugh about at the reception, but I could visibly see the color drain off my sister's (laughs) face the moment I stood up, okay? She said that her joke didn't really get any laughs, even after she did the comedic pause, okay? And her sister looked away pretending that she didn't care, but I knew she probably did. Hmm. Is this harmless fun or disguised disrespect? I'll take disguised disrespect for 200, Alex, okay? Is the sister who did this joke married? That's what I would like to know, because if not, I need to know why she wants to shine so bad on her sister's day. Okay, that's why I don't like that uh, does anyone object line, because it leaves too much room for error like this. Now, the sister did sit her ass down after that lame duck joke, and she went to her sister at the reception to congratulate her, and the sister rightfully so spazzed on her. Told her that her joke wasn't funny and that I ruined her mood, her happiness, and her special day. And she had the audacity to tell her sister the prank wasn't even that big of a deal. Yeah, to you, because it wasn't your wedding, heifer. Okay? Do you understand the anxiety you probably caused your sister, the groom, everybody there? When you stand up and object to their wedding, 
Everybody looking around waiting for the other shoe to drop and you come with silly ass mom jokes? I object because this couple is way too cute for each other. You need cake in your face for that, okay? I mean, seriously, how thirsty for attention are you that you would do that to your sister on her big day? Now, there was a minister who commented on this story, and I didn't know this. They said that in some places, if someone objects during the ceremony, you're required to stop and investigate even if it's a joke? Some officials won't even continue the ceremony that day? OP could have literally derailed the whole wedding? Wow, I did not know, okay? You're supposed to get a joke like that off at wedding rehearsals. You're supposed to say, you know, you're going to do something like that, you know, uh, at, at, at a dinner beforehand. You whisper to your sister days before the wedding and say, what if someone stands up and objects at your wedding? And then y'all chuckle at the absurdity, okay? But I honestly don't know why that line still exists in weddings. If anyone objects to the marriage, speak now, forever hold your peace. Why is that there? Why? Whoever inserted that line just likes to see drama. Whoever inserted that line eons ago probably has descendants uh, in this generation that now work at the Zeus Network because they are masters at stirring up drama. There is absolutely no reason to wait until someone's wedding day to object to them being married. That should not be an option on the wedding day. That should not be on the menu at all. Furthermore, I never understood why we, you know, give somebody that kind of power anyway. The only people who should be able to stop a marriage by objecting to it is the two folks getting married. Okay, trust me, anyone else with that kind of cachet, mom, dad, grandparents, they have expressed how much they object to the wedding long before the wedding day. So the only reason I personally believe that line, if anyone objects to the marriage, the only reason that that's there is for suspense purposes. Gotta be. Keep everybody on their toes because I don't see the point, nor do I see the point of this sister doing this lame ass prank other than she was hating. Please give this sister who objected at her sister's wedding for a joke, the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the day. Is she an a-hole? Yeah. Was her joke funny? No. You want to open up the phone lines, talk to the people? I would like to hear. All right. Because I would like to hear who has this happened to. Has this happened before? Has somebody jokingly done this at a wedding before? Has somebody really had their wedding stopped because somebody objected? I, I want to know some of these stories. There's always that one person that plays too much or goes too far. I just don't even know why this line exists anymore. Like, there's no reason for it other than drama. Okay. Like, why would you wait until my wedding day to ask if somebody objects? Anybody got any problems? Speak way before wedding day. All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Have you seen this at a wedding before? All right, maybe it was your wedding. Or maybe you were the person that said, I object! Let's talk about it. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Let's talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, Charlemagne gave Dark and Data who? Man, there was a woman uh, who objected to her sister's wedding, but she did it as a joke. She stood up uh, and she says, uh, I object to this wedding. And she did a comedic pause and said, because this couple is way too cute for each other. Nobody laughed. Sister got mad at her. I 
agree with the sister. Yeah, I, I agree with okay. the sister too. But, you know, uh, a couple of people texted me and said they wanted to play a game. Do we know what race it was? I don't know what race she was, but by the by that joke, I'm going to say white. <laughs> All right. By the execution of that joke and the way that joke sounds, then I'm going to say white. Now, I, I don't even know why this line exists anymore. There's no reason for this line to exist, especially on wedding day. Don't you think that if somebody objects to your wedding, they should make that clear way before your wedding day? Why would you leave that open as an option on the actual day? Yeah, don't don't play on my wedding day. Now, yeah, you've been to a couple of weddings. Has that ever happened to any of the weddings you've been to? I've never seen anybody object to at a wedding, ever. I've never seen it either. I've been to a couple of Charlemagne. I've seen people whisper to each other like, <laughs> No, I've never but, seen that. Actually, when the pastor said that at my wedding, I said, I dare you. As soon as the pastor said it, I said, I dare you. I dare you. I don't even know who I was talking to. I just said, I dare you. You said, I dare you. Okay. I don't even, I'm tired. I don't know why that line exists. Why is that there? It's there just because it's drama. It's because you want to keep people on their toes. It's suspense because there's no weeding, no reason for that line to still be in weddings, especially on wedding day. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, what's up? Yeah, what's up, man? It's Quay from Miami. Now, Quay, you said your mother-in-law objected to you, bro? Not at the wedding, but the night before. <laughs> what right, that's what happened? <laughs> well, at the time, I was a year maybe a year and a half removed from being a dope boy. And uh, she thought that I wasn't worthy. As a matter of fact, those were her words precisely. Damn. How'd that make you feel? Uh, I mean, I respected her opinion. Uh, I was a year and a half removed from being a dope boy. And, uh, you know, she had no way of knowing what my future would look like. So she was just judging the book by a cup. I understand that. Are y'all together now? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> Mommy was right. <laughs> Mom was right. Uh, not necessarily. You know, we were together for 15 years. Okay. And uh, we did some beautiful things. It just didn't work out. Okay. All right, brother. All right, my man. Hello, who's this? This is Keith from Houston. Hey, Keith from Houston. What's going on? Talk to us. Yeah, she was she was dead ass wrong, but at the same time, man, you know how that's the like I, I I wanted to object on one um, a marriage before, but uh, honestly, I knew it wasn't a good a good time to do it. But they ended up getting divorced anyways. They were toxic. So so what happened? So so you didn't object. You you, you was about to, but changed your mind. I mean, I I knew my mom would raise hell, so I didn't do it. But at the same time, I was like, hey man, like I know they're not gonna make it past six months. <laughs> Everybody does that, right? Yeah, so I, I just did the right thing and shut up. But at the same time, like, hey, man, like, they didn't make it anyway. So, I mean, if I would have objected, probably would have just saved them some money, you know? Wow. Nick, good morning, Nick. Yeah, what's going on? How y'all doing? Good, Nick. Now, you, you think she didn't do nothing wrong, that lady? Nah, she didn't do nothing wrong. It's just a bad joke. The Nick. reaction was wrong, you know what I mean? So if everybody had laughed, it would have been no problem. The reaction was wrong. Nobody laughed. Yeah, since nobody laughed, then, you know, it was just a bad joke. Why would you do that at my wedding, though, bro? Nick, you married? People did. Now I'm um, engaged right now. I see. Now okay. imagine your wedding, right? Because this ain't funny when you get married. When you when you up there, you looking at your queen or, or your man, whatever it is, and 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 and, and, they, and they're reading the vows and everything, thing, and then all of a sudden somebody cracks a joke during that time? Nah, don't crack a joke. I mean, people going to do jokes, you know what I mean? At weddings, they going to try it. You know, people going to dance. They going to do all kinds of stuff, you know? It's just... Depends on how the people react to it. That's yeah, listen, there's nothing wrong with a joke at a wedding, but don't object to the wedding, goddammit. No, don't, don't joke during the, the, that that part of the ceremony. Like nobody's dancing during that part now, of listen, the ceremony. Now listen, I've I've been a best man at uh, quite a few weddings. You know, uh, salute to my, my 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 cousin Kente and my man, you know, DJFrosty.com. And you know, there's been times where I act like I couldn't find the ring. Everybody does that. 
Okay. That, all right. All right. Okay. Okay. Exactly. 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 That's kind of rude, too, though. Exactly. Everybody's already nervous. I don't know. Pastor Chris told Frosty, you got to be careful about who you have to be in your wedding, Frosty. All right. My goodness. Well, 800-585-1051. Charlamagne gave Donkey the day to who? Uh, a woman who objected to her sister. Uh, well, she fake objected to her sister getting married. She was doing it as a prank. All right. Now, was this woman right? Was she wrong? Have you ever been to a wedding where this has happened or somebody objected? Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it now. I know it now. I know it now. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, Charlemagne gave Donkey of the Day to who? Uh, Donkey of the Day went to a sister who objected to her sister being married, but she did it as a prank. She did it as a joke. Her exact line was, I object to this wedding because this couple is just too cute for each other. Did they say it just like that? Did she say it just like that? I'm sure she did. All right, so we're asking 800-585-1051. Has that happened to you? Have you seen something like that crazy? Hello, who's this? Yo, there's no standing anytime. Yo. Yo. Charlamagne? Yes, sir. Charlamagne? I have to tell you, bro, the the donkey of the day that you gave to the lady, bro, listen to your donkey again. Listen to it again? Yeah. You you said, all right, so you said that it was, huh? What? Okay. You just hung up. How you turn to French Montana? Huh? <laughs> you said, You said, huh? <laughs> Hello, who's this? What? Nikisha all the way from Jamaica. Nikisha from Jamaica. Good morning. Wagwan. Good morning. What one? Yo, that girl, yeah, eat that girl. What kind of joke that she make other people in waiting? Right. Sing. <laughs> Not a funny. Okay, that okay. Was, that was an awkward joke. That was not called for. At all. No one laughed. I agree. That what would have happened to your wedding if that would have happened? What if one of your friends did that? Well, I'm kind of laid back, kind of cool, so probably nothing wouldn't happen. I probably would have said, "Girl, sit your ass down," but you know, what if? Awkward. I mean, a wedding is a serious thing. Like yes, you know. yeah. That's what the if the point. joke would have been funny? Would it have been okay? We would have definitely laughed. Like, we're, my husband and I, we're real laid back. Like, things like that don't really, we'd be like, you know, we probably would have just laughed it off. But, yeah, you don't do that at a wedding, though. That's, that's out of pocket. I agree, Mama. Thank you. Hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Val. Hey, Val. Good morning. Now, Val, have you seen this at a wedding before? No, i never seen it at a wedding. And I've never been married, but... I just feel like maybe it was just a little personal because, like, if I was putting myself in those shoes, I'd be like, okay, if it was my best friend, my best friend and I have been best friends for, like, 20 years, and I've been knowing her man for, like, 15, I would have thought it was, like, hilarious. Mm. And I think she would have thought it was funny. But I think it was a little personal. They probably got things to talk about because for her to be that upset, and for her to say something like that, I would have been fighting somebody. Yeah, and I want to know if the woman, if her sister's married. Because if her sister's not married, that could be some bitterness. That could be some hate disguised as jokes. That's true, too. Now, what's the moral of the story? Man, the moral of the story is, man, leave people alone at their goddamn wedding. <laughs> okay? You could have made that's the joke a, at the reception. Jesus, that's all I'm saying. You could like, the joke, you and, know, after. And I did read up about how the history behind Speak Now, If Ever Hold Your Peace, and it says the phrasing can be removed if you're uncomfortable with it being in the script. I think we need to remove it because I don't understand why we're leaving, you know, 
uh, even that that option open on the actual wedding day. Why? Object way prior to the actual day. Don't wait to the ceremony. It's great in movies. In movies, yes. Not in real life. If you Google it, you see some funny ones, though. I ain't gonna front. If you just just type it in, it, it some some funny ones pop up. But anyway, we got rumors on the way. Yes, man, and we do want to give uh, condolences to the Miller family, Master P, um, to all his children, his ex-wife, and we'll tell you what happened. Horrible, man. Yes, with one of their family members. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen up. This just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. With Angela Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. family master p posted our family is dealing with an overwhelming grief for the loss of my daughter tatiana we respectfully request some privacy that our family can grieve we appreciate all of the prayers love and support mental illness and substance abuse is a real issue that we can't be afraid to talk about with god we will get through this and then he put the hashtag my angel and romeo miller posted a similar message as well he said i'm forever grateful for the memories i did have with my amazing sister love on your loved one's life is short. She was also featured on Growing Up Hip Hop and uh, you know they did detail some of her struggles with them recommending that she go to rehab her father and her brother Romeo were very supportive of her. Here's a clip from that program. I feel like that trip really opened my mind to see how I would miss you the most because you were always here for me and I just thought that that trip stop me from wanting to ever be in Hollywood scene with those celebrity friends. And I feel like I don't need to go to rehab. I feel like I could actually do good without rehab. I mean, you say that, Tata, but on the serious side, I think we should get some professional help just to make sure you stay on track. So let's not say you don't want to go to rehab. I think you should at least try it because I don't want you to go back to this. That's horrible, man. Sending healing energy to the Absolutely, Miller family. Man. You know, losing a child, that's like that's like you dying, you know? Yeah. But yet you're still breathing, so. Definitely sending healing energy to the Miller family, man. Wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy, bro. TMZ reported that law enforcement sources say paramedics arrived at a home in the San Fernando Valley at 2.30 a.m. Saturday, and that is where they found Tatiana Miller uh, at the scene. Hmm. And so... Again, you know, respect the prayers and and the wish for privacy at this time. Absolutely. Definitely condolences. And like you said, you know, continue to pray for the family. All right. Now, Dwayne Johnson's daughter, Simone, is facing some backlash. And that's ahead of her WWE debut. And that's because of her wrestling name. She changed her name to Ava Rain on Twitter Sunday. So that's uh, uh, The Rock's daughter, Simone. And I don't know why people should care what her moniker is, but some people feel like she should be more connected to her father. Somebody said, giving Simone Johnson, the daughter of The Rock, a new name is completely nonsensical. We'll hold judgment until she debuts. But if WWE doesn't acknowledge her dad is The Rock, that's ridiculous. Now, Simone responded, I probably sound like a broken record, and hopefully this is the last I'll mention this, but I don't understand why people being portrayed as separate individuals from their family name is such a heated topic. A name doesn't discredit any prior accomplishments from any family. She said, I could build my entire career around my father, and people would still bash me anyway. Yeah, what you want her name to be? The Stone? The the Boulder? They would call her Pebble. People know what's a dude the anyway. Pebble? Dude the anyway. Pebble? Why would I want to be a Pebble? Right. That's the, first of all, that's disrespectful to call her a Pebble just why? Because she's a woman? Stupid. 
Like, who cares? Call herself what you want to call herself. What you call The Rock This too? is so like, this silly is to me that she came up with a name that she likes and that people have an issue with it. I thought it was another reign in WWE already anyway, though. All right. Oh, man. yeah, Roman Reign. Right? Roman Reigns. Yeah. Roman Reign. All right, now let's also, since we're talking about names, talk about Texas Longhorn legend Ricky Williams. The 1998 Heisman Trophy winner decided to legally change his name to Eric Moran. He talked about this on the Dan LeBetard Show with Stu Gott saying that he did it about a year and a half ago. He got married to his wife, Linnea Moran. So he got rid of the Williams and changed his last name to his wife's last name. Here's what he had to say. An attorney, so she, you know, she can handle herself. But I'm the famous one. And so she's kind of been used to being like the the hot shot around her friends. And she comes around me and then kind of people kind of forget that she exists. Okay, so there's a kind of an, un, an imbalance in the relationship and it shows up in our astrological charts. And so I started thinking, what are ways that things that I can do to help create more balance in the relationship? And one of the ideas that popped into my mind was I can take her last name. You know, and I think as far as something that I can do to create a level of security and like commitment and not just talking about things, but but proving that, you know, I'm here. And, you know, I, I've found that that's been really powerful in creating ease and and intimacy and trust in, in my relationship. I don't think that's balance. I think balance would be to have both names, like have, you know, your her name and then your, your name hyphenated. But I, I've heard this before, though. Moran Williams. When, when uh, uh, let's, let's say a, a woman doesn't, if she's an only child and doesn't want her last name to end. Yeah. In that situation, I, I, I have heard that before. That's my wife. My wife has that because she's, she's uh, the only child. Her mm-hmm. Father's only child, so she wants her last name to continue. Absolutely, yeah. I want I want that too. I, I got four daughters. I don't have any sons, so I would like my daughter to have both names. I think people but should he have changed both his names. Last name, he didn't keep both. That's what that's I'm saying. That's difference. why I say it's not balanced. Balance would be to be what's his name, Moran Williams. Right, that's balance. Well, it's what his decision was, and part of it is also he did say that he is not totally sure who his dad's father is, which is where the last name Williams came into his family. So he said it's one of those family secrets. Williams isn't really his last name. And so he said he finds more meaning in his wife's last name than the name Williams. Well, that's different. See, we got to have the whole context. Yeah, so that's why I was giving you the whole context with that. He said that, and then he also added that as well. The truth Mm -hmm. be that, because the balance would be keep both names. Right. Like, my my wife has both her last names. I want my daughter to have both their last names. That's where the balance comes into play. But he also said he took an astrology class with his wife, and relationship imbalances showed up in their charts. And so... You know, it's whatever they. She's happy with it. He's happy with it. And you so, know. your daughter have three last names. Why? Because you said your she right now she'll have your last name and your wife's last name, and then if she gets married, it'll be that last. Maybe, name. but they don't. I mean, they don't have three. They don't have two names now. Oh, so. Well, that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Ye. Now, the People's Choice mix is up next. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Uh, let me remind you, June 19th, Father's Day weekend, my car show. If you haven't got your tickets, I spoke to Trey this morning. I spoke to Lynn's Garage this morning. They on my ass, but we're going to have some fun, family fun. Get your tickets if you haven't got your tickets yet. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Unjunk your sleep right now with Mattress Firm's Hot Buys. Happening now, queen mattresses starting at $169.99. Sleepy, Serta, Sealy, Beautyrest, and more. All in stock for fast delivery. Visit a sleep expert at your local Mattress Firm store today. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now it's time to give away some money to Daily Bread. Now, if you want your uh, share of some bread, just go to breakfastclubonline.com and let us know what you would do with a thousand dollars. Yes, we mean money, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, yes, just yes. in case people aren't up on the latest. Well, it's not even the latest slang, but if you're not up on slang, we're not actually giving away bread. I know no. times is hard and inflation is high, but we're not really giving away bread. We're giving away money. That's right, and that's courtesy of U.S. Bank. We'll get there together. So now today we got to call somebody. Uh, her name is Nicole Pierce. Let's, let's call her. Hello? Hello? Hello, is this Nicole Pierce? It is. Nicole Pierce of Savannah, Georgia? It is. How are you, Nicole? I'm DJ Envy. We have Angelie and Charlemagne, the guy here. Good morning. Hey, Nicole. You ever heard you ever heard of us? You ever heard of us? I have. Okay, okay. Now we we got this uh email online that said you needed some bread because you wanted to take the kids on vacation after going through uh a divorce from their dad. Is that true? I did. I mean, I think it's only right we bre- we bless her with some daily bread, y'all. I'm down. We got a little oh change. God. We the got a little change for you. The kids are going to be so excited. Well, we're going to send you $1,000, yeah. Mama. <laughs> Thank you so much. Where you going to go? Hilton Head. We going to Hilton Head. That's right. Hilton Head. Hilton Head <laughs> right there. That's a nice, that's a nice, affordable vacation. Hilton Head is a beautiful, beautiful place. Well, Mama, you enjoy, all right? Thank you so much, guys. All right. Have all right. a good vacation. Give the kids a hug for us. Thank you. All righty now. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, don't forget, if you want your uh, share of that bread, just go to breakfastclubonline.com. Let us know what you would do with the $1,000. And that's courtesy of U.S. Bank. We'll get there together. Now, what's that lake in Atlanta that everybody just be dying? Lake Lanier. What, what, what's the story of Lake Lanier? Does anybody know? Uh, they said it's haunted. But it's a lake. How do people die? Like, there's no rip currents. Like, how? Does anybody know how? No? I, I mean, they drown. I don't know how they drown, but... Why well, did you just say that? Because somebody died there this weekend. Yeah, somebody oh. died there this weekend. She I was like, where's this Georgia. coming from? Nah, no, that she's... was the, uh, if you watched the first episode of um, Atlanta this season, mm-hmm. that, that that was supposed to be loosely based off Lake Lanier. Wow. All right. Well, when we come back, we got the positive note. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Uh, now it's time to get up out of here again. Shout out to everybody in Aruba and DR. Had an amazing time out there. And don't forget also, shout out to Trader Truth, Lens Garage, Bun B, uh, Mr. Rogers, and everybody else that's getting their cars ready for the car show June 19th, Father's Day weekend. We're going to have a lot of fun. If you haven't got your tickets, get your tickets. Uh, and July 9th, we're going to be in Atlanta. All right. And listen, man, you know, today is the last day of uh, mental health awareness month man so uh check me out on holding jenna i'm gonna be on holding jenna this morning uh having a conversation with a few of my favorite people man you know i'm I'm not an expert in this mental health space i'm just a man who has some experiences but i love to rely on my experts like jay barnett like dr alfie breland noble like nadra tawab uh who wrote the amazing book set boundaries find peace and uh we'll be on holding jenna this morning on this last day of mental Health Awareness Month having a conversation about mental health. All right. Well, you got a positive note? I do. And since today is the last day of Mental Health Awareness Month, man, I just want everybody to know that mental health is not a destination, but a process. It's about how you drive, not where you're going. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? I just... Hello! 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.